You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hello, hello, Black Sheep community. Welcome back to the Yachting Series, where we're going to dive into another juicy episode, another story that I have for you guys that I am just laughing about right now. But in the moment, I totally wasn't laughing because it was just absolutely mind-boggling what happened to me on this boat. So if you haven't listened to the latest episodes, I urge you to go back where I actually talk about how I got bullied on my first boat when I was working as a yacht crew. So there's two episodes before this that you can listen to. And if you've listened to them, well then welcome, because today I'm going to talk about how the chief stew that was bullying me stole my fucking phone and how I caught her. So this is a bit of below deck drama for you guys. Like when people say, is yachting really like below deck? I mean, yes and no. Like to the extent of all of the crazy things that happen on a daily basis that are shown in below deck, it's probably dramatized. It's probably scripted. You know, they put certain personalities together to make them clash, create the drama. But it doesn't mean that this can't happen in reality as well, right? We all know that we've worked in places before, not even just yachting, where we've had certain crew that, or certain, not even crew, certain coworkers that maybe we didn't get on with, we didn't vibe well with, and this might've created some drama, right? Or something between you and your boss, right? It's not unlikely for this to be a thing. And you guys know me, I don't like drama. And somehow drama used to always just somehow come into my life. I don't know why. I don't know how. Well, I actually do. And I will get into that later. But at the time, I didn't know why and how because I was always just like feeling that, you know, this isn't the energy I want to attract. And for some reason, I'm attracting it, right? I'm always like the happy, positive person that wants to be friends with everyone. You know, the last thing I ever want is to have some sort of confrontation with someone or to just, yeah, have like any sort of ill feelings towards anyone. But we all know that we're not always going to get along with every single person we come across in this lifetime. So it's only normal for human beings to experience some sort of drama or confrontation or, you know, any sort of experiences that leave a little bit of a bad taste in our mouth. And this is what happened to me on this boat. And of course, the reason this was happening was because there was a lesson for me to be learned here. And I'm a firm believer that 
People come into our life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime, right? We all have those amazing friends and family that are always with us, are always by our side. And then we've had those friends, partners, coworkers, you know, acquaintances that have come into our life maybe for a reason to teach us a lesson, right? Or some people come into our life for a season because we get to meet them, we get to have a positive experience. Maybe we learn a good lesson, a bad lesson, and that's it. So with this particular woman that came into my life as my boss, right, as my chief stew, essentially, it was definitely for a reason, right? And it felt like a very long season as well. And if you guys go back and listen, you'll see why. So what had happened on this boat was I was in this negative and toxic environment being bullied and belittled. And I finally got to the point where I was like, enough is enough. And I walked off the boat, right? And you guys can go back and listen to exactly how I handled that situation. So when I was ready to leave the boat that next morning after I handed in my resignation the day before, I remember getting up, I had packed everything, I was going into the galley to have breakfast and we were on a small boat so we were able to use like the dining area where the guests normally sit because we didn't really have a crew mess, right? The the crew, this yacht was tiny. It was a 33 meter. We didn't even use the crew mess downstairs, um, only on charter. So we were kind of using the area. And I remember I went to get some breakfast and I ended up coming to sit at the dining room table and I had my phone on me. And I remember as I was eating my oats, cause I love my overnight oats. That's literally like my favorite thing. As I was eating them, I remember I was watching a YouTube video or something. I had my AirPods in and I was watching something. And I tend not to do this anymore because I believe that we should be super mindful when we're like eating and watching things and not doing it at the same time. We all know how we can get into those holes of Netflix. But anyway, this is what I was doing that morning because, you know, that was just what was happening. And that was up on my phone. I remember eating. And I think I was also just watching something because I didn't want to interact with the chief stew. I was like, I'm just going to like dive into my phone and not look with look at her and not have to speak to her. Because at this point, I was just like, I really want to get off this boat. I'm literally having a bite and I'm getting a ride to Cabarete from the mate and hasta luego, right? Well, that's like, see you later in Spanish, but not even see you later, more like see you never. I don't know how to see, say see you never, but I'm going to look up that translation later. So anyway, as I'm eating my breakfast and I finish up, I think I went into the galley to either get a glass of water or something. And I remember coming back Oh no, this is what I did. I went to the galley to wash my dishes because I was done eating, right? And I left my phone on the table. And as I finished washing my dishes, I came back out and I was like, where the fuck did my phone go? You guys know those moments where you're like, it was just in my hand. Like I was literally just watching something. Like I'm not, I, I know I was like, for certain. And then I'm like, okay, I'm probably just having a blonde moment. Like I'm tired. Maybe I left it in the galley. So I went back in the galley. I'm like, no, it's not here. I didn't take it with, with me. I didn't accidentally put it in a cupboard or throw it in the garbage or, you know, whatever. I was like, it's not here. I retraced my steps. I went back to the table. I looked under the table. I looked at the chair. I was looking everywhere. I was like, where did this phone go? And 
then I go to the maid. I'm like, have you seen my phone? It was literally just here and it's disappeared. He's like, no, I haven't seen it. I don't know. Go check your cabin. Go see this. I'm like, I was literally just watching something on my phone. Like, I know I was. Okay, maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe I wasn't. So I literally went back down to the cabin to retrace my steps because I literally thought that I was losing my mind. I was like, okay, how the hell did this phone just disappear in thin air? It literally was right here. So I retraced my steps. I'm telling you, I've probably wasted half an hour doing this. And then I finally go into the laundry because it was like a work day. It was like a Friday that I was leaving and um, the stew was, chief stew was working. So I go into the laundry and I'm like, hey, did you grab my phone by mistake? Because it was literally on the kitchen table and it's not here anymore. And she was like, no why the fuck would I touch your fucking phone? Like, I wouldn't touch that. I was like, okay, coming from like a 43-year-old woman, really mature of you. Thank you so much for, you know, handling that well. Um, I'm already leaving. You know, you don't need to continue being a bitch to me because I really don't want to take this energy anymore. You know, it was just so exhausting to have to be around that toxicity. And I was like, okay, like, this is insane. And I literally even went to the captain. I'm like, my phone was right here. It's it's not here anymore. So someone must have picked it up because I literally went through all of my bags. I went through my cabin. I went top to bottom on the yacht and it is nowhere to be found. So my only assumption right now is that she took my phone and I knew, like I knew that she took it. I was just like feeling it. I was like, there's no way that it disappeared because it wasn't like I just left it and forgot about it. I know I was literally watching a video two seconds later, two seconds before, sorry. And the captain goes, okay, well, I don't think she took your phone. So are you sure? Like maybe double check. I literally said, I'm telling you, I triple checked a hundred times. And of course, like if she took it, she's not going to admit it. And the first thought that's going through my head is I know why she would take my phone. Well, number of reasons. One, because she's an evil person that would just throw it into the ocean. Two, she was just doing it because again, she wanted to take it away from me and make me feel all flustered and frustrated. Or three, the real reason she wanted to take it is because she knew I had recorded her throughout the charter and had all of these nasty recordings of her speaking down to me. And she was probably scared that I was going to report her or show them. And honestly, I wasn't going to do it. My plan was to delete it because I didn't want to hold on to that negative energy. I wanted to just let it go. The only reason I recorded it was so that I can show the captain as proof. And I honestly didn't even show him. I probably should have. But the thing was, I didn't feel like I needed to because I knew that he probably knew it was happening. And at this point, it was almost just embarrassing for him, for me to show him that. I was just like, I'd rather just walk off this boat in peace and not have to deal with all of this negativity, all of this drama that I got wrapped up into. So the next thing that happens is the mate walks in, who is my friend, and he goes, why don't you try using Find My iPhone? I was like, brilliant idea. So we logged into my Apple ID on his iPhone and we started doing Find My iPhone. And of course, when your phone is on or off, it doesn't matter, you can actually signal on the find your iPhone app for it to start making a beeping sound, right? And 
on the GPS location, it was showing me that the phone was on the boat. Like it was literally on the boat. The spot was right there. I'm like, clearly it's here. It's here. It's not missing. It's here somewhere on this boat. So we started clicking the thing and the phone started to ring and make a sound. And guess where the fucking sound was coming from? Yep. It was coming from the laundry pantry where she was working. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, right? So I go into the laundry pantry, I'm hearing the sound, and I can see that she's getting all like flustered and embarrassed. And I go in and I see that it's literally dropped in a bunch of shopping bags hidden, you know, at the bottom underneath all of these bags. And I can hear the sound coming from there. And I'm like, how the hell did my phone go from the kitchen table to the laundry pantry where I didn't go into? I literally went from the dining table to the galley and back. And in that time between me being in the galley, she obviously took my phone from the table and stuffed it and hid it in the bags. I was absolutely shocked that this even happened. I was like, got my phone out, lifted it up and went to the captain. If this isn't proof that she touched my phone, then I don't know what is, right? Because why on earth would I hide my own phone? Like who in their right mind would do that? Not me. I was ready to get the fuck off that boat. I was literally packing my bags, having breakfast, and adios. And no, she had to add an extra hour onto my morning of stress and frustration to literally try to steal my phone. I was absolutely shocked. And it was funny. The captain was like denying that she would have done it. And of course, she was denying it. She's like, I didn't touch it. You probably threw it in there. I was like, all right, you guys are fucking crazy, right? You can stay in the nut house and I'm going to go. I was like, get me the fuck off this boat because this is just more confirmation that I made the right decision. Because if I had stayed, I would have just continued to get bullied and who knows what else she would have done, right? So I was just so happy to get my phone. I was just out of there, right? I was like, see ya, didn't even shake her hand, nothing, grabbed my stuff and went into the car with the mate and on my way to Cabarete, literally not looking back. Of course, at, in the moment, I was just like so appalled that this had happened. I was like, I can't believe this. This is insane. Who would do something like this? But things like this happen. And reflecting back on it now, I am so proud that I made the decision to leave a toxic work environment. And this is just a reminder for everyone that's in a toxic work environment or has been. Just know that, you know, you're not alone going through this, that unfortunately, people like this exist, bad managers, bad leaders. And I want to bring light to this and say that, you know, learn to have compassion for these people because I didn't have compassion for her at the time. I was angry. I was frustrated. I was just like, why is this happening to me? Playing the victim mentality. Like, why am I always getting sucked into boat drama when I don't want this? Like, why is my life like below deck? I didn't sign up to go on to the show, you know? Like, that's the last thing I'd want to do is to be on a drama series. Um, And funny enough, like the old me actually applied for it and thought that I would have wanted to do that. And now I'm like, definitely not. But it's because like drama comes into your life when there's something for you to learn, right? It's not necessarily drama. It's a lesson. It's a trigger. It's a moment that a person 
yeah, triggers something in you or is there to teach you something. So clearly I realized that I had a lot to learn in terms of how I value my self-worth and, you know, the boundaries I put up and how I stand up for myself in the workplace. I was slowly learning how to become better at doing that. And yeah, it took me a lot of lessons. And that was a big lesson to realize that I had been attracting toxic bosses and managers because I had to work on something within myself. And it all comes down to the self-love, right? This, this feeling of are you going to put up with shit like that, right? It might come in the form of a boss. It might come in the form of a toxic or abusive partner, a friend, a family member, right? Are you going to put up with the shit or are you going to put your boundaries up and say, no, enough is enough. I don't deserve this type of treatment and I'm going to walk off. And so I did do that eventually. And I'm happy I made that decision, but I wish I made that decision sooner. I wish I did it right away. I wish that I didn't have that voice in my head telling me, you have to stick this out, right? And even the other mate that was on that boat, he was getting bullied and abused. And he was like not leaving because he was so comfortable with the fact that the job was paying him well, that, you know, he kind of got to do what he wanted. He was based in the Dominican Republic where his wife also was. But was he actually happy on this boat? I don't think so, right? He had to put up with this bullying and abuse just as much as I did. Yet he was on there for more than six months and still staying. I was like, dude, you're fucking crazy, right? And that's the thing. A lot of people do that. They put up with that kind of abuse because they feel like they have no other option. They feel like well, I'm not going to get anything that's just as good as this or a good opportunity or who else is going to hire me. But the thing is, if you value yourself at that, your worth at that, then that's where you're going to stay. You're not going to grow. You're not going to get to you know, work in an environment where people value you and respect you because you're not valuing and respecting yourself. And I talk about this in the previous episodes. And this is really my reflection on this today is why I had these experiences happen to me is because I was there to learn a lesson, right? And this is literally the way I look at life now, you know, ever since I've just been stepping way more into my spirituality. And I've always been like this, a very reflective person. Like, what is this teaching me? Because if you walk through life just going, okay, yeah, oh my God, I'm just like, this is happening to me. I'm a victim. This sucks. But you don't actually reflect on why it's happening to you and what what it is that it's teaching you and how you're growing and evolving as a person, then you are literally just blindly existing right? That's how I see life. Life is a beautiful experience, a beautiful human experience where we have challenges, we have setbacks, we have people that come into our life to teach us lessons, and we have beautiful moments and moments of growth and evolving and love. So this is really my takeaway from this experience. I don't like to call anything a bad experience in my life. Everything is an experience that is meant for me to go through, right? For me to learn, to grow, to evolve. So I am really grateful that that lesson came into my life because 
it allowed me to value myself more, to love myself more, and to know what it is exactly that I want. And this confidence and self-love for myself literally radiated out. And I just knew, I was like, I know that something better is coming. I know that my dream job is out there. And that's what I'm going to talk to you guys in my next episode on how exactly I manifested my next dream position. And it was literally so amazing. And it wasn't even a surprise because now looking back at it, I'm like, wow, the law of attraction works. Self-love is a thing. All of these tools that we have that are literally ways of thinking, of ways of training our mind to see life, to see things unfold in our life. It's amazing how powerful our mind is and how we were literally creators of our reality. And I'm excited to talk to you guys about that. So stay tuned for next week. And for now, I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.